Welcome to the Field Talk podcast from the Linder Farm Network. Soybean harvest across Minnesota is nearing the finish line as growers take advantage of dry weather. Most of the soybeans grown in the state are processed for meal and oil. However, food-grade soybeans are destined for human food applications. Soy foods are popular in many parts of the world. Linda Funk is executive director of the Soy Foods Council. She joined us on this week's Field Talk podcast. Yeah, it's really just increasing the awareness about soy foods and all the health benefits. It's, um, you know, it's pretty straightforward. We just want more and more people to understand the beauty of soy. And then um, how do you start incorporating it into your everyday diet? So really, that's what it's all about. Now, obviously, in this neck of the woods, we have a lot of livestock production, and folks are very familiar with the value of soy in, in animal nutrition, but maybe not as accustomed to using soy products in human nutrition. What are some of the benefits, and how do folks find ways to incorporate that into their diet? Yeah, you're right about that. I think, you know, people, myself included, um, growing up in the Midwest, we didn't have a lot of soy when we were growing up, and... Um, it was it was certainly being grown around us, but we probably didn't consume it directly. So it's really starting to say, how do you start that process? And I always say to people, it's not an all or nothing proposition. It's really saying, how do you take baby steps to start adding some soy? And, you know, soy milk, easy to do for breakfast. You know, put it on your cereal, put it in a smoothie, easy. Um, edamame is another great product to start with. It looks like a vegetable. It tastes like a vegetable. It can either be shelled or in the pod. In the pod is fun for kids. Kids like to play with their food, and it's kind of a great way to get kids into the process of eating a soy. Um, you know, and then you start talking about, um, oh, there's soy nut butter. So it's, a, you know, in quotes, peanut butter product. It's made with soy nuts. So kids that are allergic to peanuts can eat the soy nut butter. It's absolutely delicious. Um, there's um, a lot of soy yogurt around, and um, they're very, they're, the flavors are delicious. It's, it's a, a, another great product. There's soy sour cream, soy cream cheese. Again, just wonderful products to use. And then you have, like, the textured soy protein, the little granules um, that are dry, and you could add to soups and stews and all of that kind of stuff. And it, it takes on water, so it starts looking like a hamburger crumble. And talking about hamburger crumbles, you know, it's so important to be able to say that soy and meat work so well together. So you don't have to think, oh, my goodness, if I start eating soy, that means I can't eat meat. That is so, uh, that is so far from the truth. It's, it's you know, you can put edamame on a plate with a steak. Um, you can do a chili that has um, hamburger and soy crumbles in it. So there's really just a myriad of different ways of start adding soy to the diet. Now, when it comes to benefits, in 1999, the FDA gave us a health claim that states if you consume 25 grams, which is about one or two servings per day of soy protein, in the context of a healthy diet, it may reduce the risk of coronary heart disease. And coronary heart disease is the number one killer for both men and women across the U.S. So that's what really started all the interest in soy protein is that health claim. 
But since then, there's been great research on breast cancer prevention, prostate cancer prevention, um, uh, some good bone health. Um, one that I love to talk about is young girls. If young girls um, between the ages of, let's say, 8 and 18 uh, consume one or two servings per day, it may prevent the risk of breast cancer later in life up to 50%. So that's pretty amazing and compelling, I believe, for certainly young girls to start adding soy to the diet. So that's just a few things. And certainly if you go on to the Soy Foods Council website, you'll see a lot more of the health research benefits. Now, I understand you recently had uh, an event in North Dakota with uh, kind of a multi-pronged approach, so to speak, and, and among the, the participants were some influencers and dietitians. And why was that an audience that uh, you, know, you were interested in reaching along with the North Dakota soybean folks? Sure. Um, the dietitians are so critical. They're talking to clients, to if they're working for companies, they're working on health programs, all those kinds of things. They really um, uh, influence a lot of people, and we want to make sure that they understand what soy protein is all about. And then influencers, certainly, you know, social media is so important for dietitians and influencers. So we know that people get a lot of their information from social media, and we want to make sure they have the correct information. So it was a great way to pull those people together, to give them a really nice overview of North Dakota um, soybean production, and also um, then do the hands-on application, that kind of thing. We also went to SBMB processing facility. Um, we uh, went, it was a glorious week in North Dakota. It was the best weather we've ever had for this kind of a trip. So we were actually out on Jim Thompson's farm he was harvesting soybeans, and everybody got to ride the combine, see all the technology in the combine, but also really understand um, from once you plant it, you harvest it, and then going to the SB&B facility, seeing how it's all processed, and then where in the world all the soybeans are shipped. It, it was really a nice continuum, if you will, for people to understand um, uh, soybeans. And why is that part of it important to see the, the production side? I mean, obviously, dietitians and folks are interested in kind of the, the end product, but uh, it, was it just basically an, an effort to make sure that they know how the product is grown and handled, or, or what was the goal of that portion of the event? Yes, absolutely. We want to know what it takes to grow soybeans, what the farmers think about, how they look at what they plant, um, all those kinds of things. But Everybody wants to know where their food comes from, and it's there's no better way than going directly to a farmer and saying, what do you do and why do you do it? And it's just, it's a highlight for all of the tours that I've ever done is that Farmer Connect piece. And also, you know, worked with some uh, culinary students, I understand. Why, uh, why get involved with folks at that age? Yeah, you know, it's so wonderful that... North Dakota has a culinary program, and the instructors, um, BJ and Kyle, are just a wonderful human beings, and they're great teachers and instructors, and they get it. They get that uh, students need to understand plant protein. Uh, plant protein is here to stay, and certainly when those students get out to restaurants, 
there's probably going to be a section or an area where there's some plant protein um, menu options uh, created and listed. So it's important for them to understand the soy um, uh, protein part of it. I always say that we are not uh, strong enough or important enough to tell people how to eat. But if indeed they choose plant protein, soy should be the preferred plant protein because of the fact that it's a complete protein and then all of the nutritious um, attributes um, and benefits of that soybean. So it's important for those culinary students to really understand what it is and how to use it. You also mentioned earlier, Linda, that uh, the the soy and the meat uh, products uh, aren't separate, and you know, I certainly wouldn't expect farmers to view you know soy foods and, and meat products as in competition with with each other, but perhaps just another avenue for uh, soy utilization. I would guess, correct? Oh, absolutely. It's saying. How do you really add that really high-quality um, plant protein, the soy protein, um, into everyday meals? Um, you know, North Dakota is growing a lot of uh, soybeans that are used for food. So it's really saying, so then how do we um, start adding those to our diet? And I don't look at it as competition at all. I just say that it's such um, it's looking at quality protein. Uh, whether it's beef, chicken, pork, whatever it may be, um, then saying soy protein is is the same thing. It's a quality, um, high quality protein. And how how can we use it in combination with meat or by itself if people so choose? And what do you think were some of the key takeaways that your participants uh, you know got from this event? I'm, I'm assuming there's something that probably resonated with each of them in some way. I would hope. Yes, indeed. Um, I'm happy to say that our evaluations have come back and they're all um, five. So one to five, five being the highest. And we got fives on everything. So it's pretty exciting to see that indeed what we put together um, resonated with them. And I think the things that really resonated with um, everyone is, you know, the health benefits. Um, I always call that the why and then the how is the application piece. So we always make sure there's plenty of application and tasting. We also did a tasting of lots of soy food products so that people were able to see the breadth of what's available. So I think that was pretty um, eye-opening to see how many products there really are. Um, but also the Farm Connect, too, was really a highlight of really going out to that field and seeing um what happens uh, when you see those big combines rolling along the highways? And you had mentioned it a little earlier too, Linda, but if folks are interested in learning a little bit more about soy foods, both the benefits and how maybe they can incorporate that into their diets, so where where should they go? Yeah, it is our website, and it's www, sorry, www.thesoyfoods, soyfoods is plural, council.com. And we have tons of recipes and and uh, press releases in addition to the health benefits on that website. Thanks for joining us in this Field Talk podcast. Find other podcasts at linderfarmnetwork.com and get the latest in farm news and market information on your local Linder Farm Network affiliate.